What's up, witches? Welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Coven Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Munson, aka That Witch from Work. What's up, witches? Welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Coven Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Munson, aka That Witch from Work, and I'm so excited to be sitting here and sharing astrological insight for all the witches at work. You know, I've had a few TikToks recently that have been really popular, and I get so many folks in the comments saying, you know, I'm not a corporate witch, you know, I'm a blue collar witch, or I work in cybersecurity, or I do construction, or I do marketing, or something along those lines. If you are a stay-at-home caregiver, this is still the place for you, and this is still a podcast for you. This is a pathway and a medium that I'm exploring in ways for me to share both mystical and esoteric perspectives and practices and how I combine that with real practical and pragmatic things that I've learned in working in corporate and human resources, as well as career development. And so I'm so excited to be here recording this episode for you. And we're going to be talking about the new moon in Pisces. I'm going to be bringing a little bit more depth to this episode and really focusing all of our energy on working with and understanding this new moon cycle and what opportunities this can bring for us. Before we dive into the episode, though, I want to take a moment and express my gratitude for the clients and the individuals that I've had the pleasure of working with recently. I am blown away at the creativity of people in the world, and I find myself feeling so like electric. I feel electric and like I am buzzing with my own ideas and inspiration. And so I just want to just say I feel so much gratitude for the opportunity to work with people from all around the world in all different types of industries and professions. And I am just so excited about what the future holds for us. Okay, well, let's get into it. Let's talk about this upcoming new moon in Pisces and why it feels really magical. If you are looking to set the chart exactly or you want to know the moment that this new moon in Pisces will be exact, then you're going to want to set the chart for Monday, February 20th, 2023 at about midnight and four minutes. So this is right as we cross over into Monday morning. I mean, four minutes past that midnight hour. And at this moment, we're going to see the sun and the moon conjoined at the first degree of Pisces in 21 minutes. And while this is happening, we see Neptune at the 24th degree and Venus in Pisces at the 29th degree um, in 57 minutes. So there is this moment in time, this this really special moment um, for the new moon where you're going to have Venus in the sign of her exaltation co-present with the modern ruler of Pisces, which is Neptune, and then both luminaries. And this feels, oh man, this just feels so special. You know, Pisces is a sign that is so spiritual and romantic. And it just makes me think about like avant-garde type of expressions. It makes me think about deep sensitivity. It makes me think about really like being intuitive and living in the flow of our intuition. It makes me think about acceptance. And if I haven't said this already, like unconditional love. 
with Pisces at this 29th degree, this is a really, this is a really powerful placement. I mean, we already see Venus in the sign of her exaltation, which is just Venus in a position where she is fully celebrated and able to do everything that she wants to do, but in a really big way where everyone can recognize the, the beauty and the gift of like Venusian love, right? And then Neptune bringing in these ethereal waters. I think about empathy and I think about compassion and transcendence. And so to have this new moon, this really potent beginning of a lunar cycle in this, this gorgeous watery, I'm just like getting all these visuals of, um, you know, shimmering watercolors. This is very much like mermaid energy. It's fairy tale. It's fantastical. Um, and it connects us to something deeper, something that is inexplicable or difficult to explain because language creates a barrier of understanding. And it's almost something that you can feel, but you'll never find the word to describe it. The 29th degree is a very critical degree and it, it there's a potency and a power that comes with this because it's the it's the very last degree that a planet can be in in a sign before it crosses over and experiences the natural corrective quality of moving into a new sign. In Pisces, this is the power of water, all-encompassing water, before it transitions into the initiating fire of Aries. And because Venus is in the sign of her exaltation, this makes Venus very powerful. All right, so she's really ruling the heavens right now. Venus is also going to be forming a sextile with Pluto at the 29th degree of Capricorn. And so this is again like that deeply transformative and powerful energy that's coming with this lunation. And in the Corporate Coven podcast staff meeting episode that I have being released, um, or I think it will depends on like when I release this episode, uh, I talk a little bit about this, and so I'm going to avoid talking about this specific aspect, but if you want to learn more about my perspective on the new moon, make sure you go listen to that Corporate Coven staff meeting where I do the astrological forecast. Let's talk about new moons. New moons are representative of a clean slate. And so this moment of darkness, there's like a void ready to be filled with whatever it is you're trying to manifest or plant the intention in your life right now. And this is a moment to really dream big and to try to expand and open your mind to what is possible rather than letting the temptation of barrier or boundary come in of, oh, well, that's maybe not realistic or I couldn't do it. In corporate world, whenever we have brainstorming meetings, it's always valuable to reemphasize to people that during a brainstorming session, this is not the time to criticize ideas. This is the time to just empty out and pour out all the things that are possible. The time to maybe look at restricting that idea or looking at it with a stern perspective of, is this realistic? That comes later. Okay. So this new moon is all about the brain dump. It's all about pouring out as much creativity as possible and thinking about what if, what could be. I'm thinking, I don't know where this quote came from, but it's making me think of the idea that you have to dream 
the impossible dream for the dream's sake. You owe you owe whatever is in the inner working of your heart and in your mind the opportunity to be witnessed, even if it never comes to fruition, or even if it never be becomes like materialized through you. Say it out loud and give it a name. And this is such a great time to do this. Now, because this new moon is happening at its most potent time, like right at midnight, you can either stay up really late and take advantage of this the moment that it happens, or you can do this throughout the day on Monday. Because this is happening in the intuitive waters of Pisces, this really would be a good time to bring in a visualization practice and find yourself in like more of a transcendental meditative state. I know that this is not always accessible to everybody, so I want you to be mindful of what you're moving through and um, especially like not all meditations are good for folks experiencing and currently healing from trauma. And so just be mindful of that. But if you find yourself in the opportunity to, especially like using water in the ritual, um, being in the water, in the bath, taking like a shower with essential oils, I'm thinking of float tanks right now. I don't know if anyone else has ever done a float tank, probably not at midnight. Um, but that is what I'm thinking of, of just being like held in like a holy water type experience, cold showers, something along those lines, but find yourself in a deep meditative state and see what comes up for you. This could be the colors that you're seeing, maybe specific images. Um, if you hear melodies, music, if you hear words coming up for you or phrases, just try to tune into those forms of communication, which again are not maybe so damn literal. You know what I mean? Like, like be open to, um, what connection can look like. And as you know, the universe or God or whatever it is, whatever language is accessible to you, whatever is moving through you at this time, like this is just such a powerful and potent window to connect with something that is intangible, something that can't be seen or explained. This is the type of language that when I start using it, I'm like, oh man, my coworkers that listen to my podcast are about to realize just how out there I can be. But I have had, truthfully, I've had so many incredible experiences in connecting to something that other people might say is kooky or woo-woo, you know, moments where I felt like connecting with deities, with um, extraterrestrial beings or spirits, um, ancestors, animals. Like, um, for me personally, this is just such a cool way to feel connected to something larger than yourself. And that's really the energy of this new moon. So be playful with it, but do kind of approach it with, um, I'm thinking of like honoring the connection and, uh, recognizing your place in something that is much grander, much more divine than maybe you could have realized before. Or a lot of people, um, you know, reject these possibilities. And so feeling gratitude for being an individual who is willing to dive into these waters and explore that which is possible. It's like coming at it with almost a holiness. This is a great time to be creative. So it would be beneficial to have some type of art medium close by, whether that's, you know, typing something down, writing something down, drawing a picture, coloring, painting, um, whatever that 
creativity looks like for you, have an outlet close by to be able to record whatever you're able to channel in this moment. And whatever seeds you're planting at this time and whatever is coming up for you, I'm going to share a few key dates to pay attention to. But right now I'll share that the full moon in Pisces, where you can see the the fruit of this manifestation or the outcome of this intention setting is going to be on August 30th this year in 2023. So think about that bigger cycle. Again, the seeds that we're planting now, we'll start to see in the late summer, early fall. After this new moon, the next major aspect we're going to see to this is the Mercury transition into Pisces. Um, and that will cross over that first degree on March 3rd. And then you're going to look at when Saturn dips into this degree of Pisces as well, which is happening in March. We're looking at about that March 16th date for when it will be at the first degree. And so when, again, you're having the intention of writing this down or recording it or capturing this energy in some way, whatever major creativity is kind of moving through you, then on that March 3rd date, when Mercury crosses over, you're maybe going to start communicating it about it a bit more. You're going to have more ideas around this of what does this look like? How can I um, bring this to reality? And then when Saturn crosses over, this is going to give you insight into how to actually materialize this. This could be more of like, what does the output look like? And what structures or systems do I need to put into place to make this sustainable and to really push this forward? When we think about Pisces, we think about dreaming. And so I can't reiterate this enough. What are you dreaming about? Especially since this is happening in the middle of the night, a lot of us are going to be asleep. And so your dreams are going to be really telling, especially for those of us that have lucid dreams or where we can wake up and we can remember our dreams. And again, I talk about this a little bit more in the Corporate Coven staff meeting episode for the week of the 19th through the 25th. Um, And so make sure you tune into that episode if you haven't already, but this is a time for your dreams. This is a time to pay attention to those unconscious messages that are coming to you. This could also be a time to face your fears. I mean, we can talk about the positivity and the optimism and the excitement of Pisces, but let's not forget that in the darkness, this can also be um, what we're afraid of. These could be nightmares. And maybe could even, um, you know, bring us closer to the shadows. Pisces is a sign of dissociation as well. And we think about the possibility for addiction or altered consciousness, which can be so spiritual, but when not done in safe ways or with people that we trust and that we experience this unconditional love for, then this can be really frightening and this could be harmful and this could be even addictive so that's something to be mindful of and again why when i'm saying like oh like find yourself in transcendental meditation or something along those lines like this could be um, also a time to explore possible like sobriety um, but also avoiding anything which might stir up or um, trigger any trauma that you're moving through at this time this is a time to heal and to surrender to the experience, but just being sure that you do feel safe in that experience. 
And so right now, let's quickly go through the houses of the zodiac wheel and talk about what themes in particular might be brought up with this new moon lunation. Um, and I'm going to just talk about the house as opposed to for the rising sign, because I know that not all of my listeners are whole sign house users like me. So just think about where you have Pisces in your chart and how some of these themes might be expressed through your dreams, through the meditation, through the visualizations, or through the creative output of your choosing. If this new moon is happening in your first house, then you might think about actually how you look. This might have a lot to do with your face and the way that you are presented to the world. And so you might consider thinking about showing up and visualizing, looking exactly how you want to look. It could also be maybe, again, with the shadow side of this, it could also be thinking about ways that there are maybe dissociative qualities or dysmorphia in the way that you see yourself or your relationship to your physical appearance. And a phrase that Yasmin Boland offers in her Moonology book that might be useful to you to repeat at this time is, I allow myself to evolve and change. This is also a really good time to look in the mirror and tell yourself how much you love yourself. This is actually making me think about a time when I was a teenager and I was having a really hard time with my appearance as it happens with a lot of teenagers. And I remember like staring into the mirror and just reminding myself that I am not my body. I am not my body. I am the soul that inhabits my body. And so again, figuring out what does this relationship to your physical appearance look like and what do you need to heal this relationship to your face or to your physical appearance or the way that others see you and how do you surrender to what is if you have pisces in your second house then this is a lot about your money and your finances and so things could be coming up around testing your values or trying to identify ways to bring in excess income or to bring in abundance and prosperity into your life. This could also be having to acknowledge ways that you um, struggle to build a container around wealth or to hold on to your money when it comes in. And I know I've shared this before, but the transition from the first house to the second house is key here. And so if you find that you have Pisces in the second house, then um, a recommended booster or something to consider and recite to yourself is, I believe in myself and what I have to offer the world because you are worth the exchange of that value. You're worth being invested in. Um, and so think about that when it comes to your money. What is a way to heal your relationship to money in that it represents your worth and your belief around your worth? In your third house, this is a lot about communication, but you might also notice that this new moon is more activating for your siblings, for your neighbors, for your cousins, um, or for the people kind of in like your immediate community. This might be coming up a lot for them, but it's definitely going to be bringing about more conversations and thinking about the way that you communicate um, your ideas and again, your vision and your hopes and your aspirations. And so something that you might find yourself repeating or reciting. And again, every time I say this in this episode, this is coming directly from Yasmin Boland in the Moonology book that she has, which I've recommended before. 
wonderful resource, especially if you're beginning, go check it out. For you, Pisces, in the third house, it could be, I read, listen, and learn, and I breathe deeply when I'm stressed. So again, this breath work or this meditation coming in. Pisces in the fourth house is interesting because there's this ability to kind of feel at home anywhere and with anyone while also never feeling at home at all. And so this could be healing and surrendering to your relationship with your family, to your ancestry, your parents or grandparents. This could be grieving or mourning the loss of those connections. It could also be doing a lot of like ancestral work. Um, and so being able to say to yourself, I know where I belong and really meaning that and really visualizing what that looks like for you. Pisces in the fifth house. This is about creativity. This is about fun. This is about romance and leisure time and pleasure. And so something that you might be thinking to yourself or something that might be coming up for you is the idea that your inner child is going to have so much fun. <laughs> your inner child will be um, expressed and honored at this time. But again, thinking about maybe ways that your inner child has been wounded and really needs the medicine that you have the capacity to bring in in this moment and in this lunation. In the sixth house, Pisces connects us to our service to the world our general health and hygiene or the things that we need to do every day to sustain our lives, which includes our physical health and well-being, but also um, the rituals that we practice in. And so this could be healing the way that we actually nurture our physical bodies or what we consume or put into ourselves and the like the actual practice and um, again, like the physical nature of the habits that we have or that we do every day. And so something again, to think about that we might be saying to ourselves is my well-being is my number one focus. And if you haven't seen already, I am actually launching a coaching program. This has been requested, highly requested. And so I am officially opening up the waitlist for the sixth house coaching program. If you're looking for ways to work with me and connect with other witches, then this is going to be a container to learn more about your sixth house and ways to increase your well-being and um, to just understand more about your preferred work environments through the lens of astrology, but of course, always using what I've learned in human resources as well as a career counselor. Okay, Pisces in the seventh house. This is about partnership. This is about who we find ourselves in relationship with. And in Pisces, this could be the way that our partners can mm, connect us to our spirituality and creativity, but this could also be where we lose ourselves to partners or where we find ourselves um, in difficult relationships. Um, and again, like maybe promoting um, like manipulative or abusive or, um, you know, all consuming relationships. And so something to keep in mind, and again, something that you might be saying to yourself at this time is I'll do what I know I need to feel more confident about love. 
Again, with Venus at the critical degree at the 29th degree, this is going to be about relationships for many people, but this is going to be absolutely emphasized if you find that you do have Pisces in the seventh house. Pisces in the eighth house is also going to be about finances or money, but this is going to be more geared towards debts or where we find ourselves disempowered financially because of the nature of shared resources or loans or something along those lines. And so again, this is where I think about, um, you know, the nighttime and the dreams, but there's also a shadow side to the nightmares and maybe some of the fear you have around money or some of the blockages that you have around being able to get a good grasp on what your debts are or where you do um, find yourself disempowered to others. And so something to think about is, you know, I can tackle my cash problems or my money problems head on instead of um, dissociating away from it or avoiding it. You can tackle your money problems head on. The eighth house can be more than just money. This is where we find ourselves um, in a more committed partnership because there's an investment and a vulnerability that comes with this. And so we do think about some level of intimacy that doesn't have to be sexual energy, but it might be. And so it's just thinking about how can I overcome this fear or this blockage that's holding me back from finding vulnerable and intimate connections where I don't find myself disempowered, but rather I find myself empowered. In the ninth house, this is about adventure and travel and like the great cosmic quest. Think about your ideologies and the philosophies which guide your life. And so you might invite the phrase, life is an adventure and I love it. Life is an adventure and I love it. All right, Pisces in the 10th house, your social legacy, your career in the most introductory way that people can see, right? Your public image. And so think about what opportunities do you have to maybe um, consider your career or even your reputation? Uh, what does it feel like to be visible or seen at this time? And so you might be thinking about ways to, um, you know, work through your ambition or lack of ambition, how you uh, work to achieve goals or struggle to do that. And something that you might consider inviting into your affirmations or, you know, mantras or something at this time is hard work breeds long-term success. Pisces in the 11th house is the communities and the friends and the social networks that you're a part of. Think about the communities that you belong to. And this is the time that if you find yourself surrounded by people that stifle your creativity or distract you from exploring spirituality or something like that, then maybe this is a time to invite new people into your life or to seek out communities which foster your own expression in this world. And so something, again, that you might keep in mind or you might start saying to yourself is the friendly people find the friendly people every time, right? It says like attracts like. I am putting out into the universe what I am asking to receive specifically through my relationships with other people and through communities. Pisces in the 12th house. This is about your inner peace, 
do you feel a sense of inner peace? Well, you might inviting some, you might find yourself inviting some of that under this new moon lunation, but this might be a lot more about facing some of your nightmares or some of your fears. What are the things that keep you up at night because they cause you anxiety and dread and make you feel like you want to dissociate, make you feel like that you want to disconnect and be away from everyone. But also what are those ways that you find yourself in a state of transcendence, in a state of um, conscious altering? And this doesn't have to be through substance. Again, I've done this through meditation, um, you know, other ways that we experience ecstasy in this world. And so something that you might be inviting into into your awareness is that your dreams are a guide. You might be saying, my dreams are my guide. And even just recognizing the value and the brilliance of being able to dream and to connect with other consciousness at this time. So I hope that this is helpful. I hope that this really gets you feeling excited and a little bit more prepared on how to work with the energy of this new moon in Pisces. And again, if you are interested in working with me and understanding more specifically how these lunations impact your chart and can be manifested in your life, then visit my website, www.thatwitchformwork.com to find the most current ways to work with me. All right, witches, thank you for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd appreciate any type of rating system that you can give me. Um, if you really loved it, it'd be cool if you shared it on your socials and tagged me in it. And if you want to contribute or collaborate on future episodes, make sure that you're connecting with me on socials. My handle is at that witch from work on Instagram and TikTok. And make sure that you sign up for my free newsletter, the Corporate Coven newsletter. You can sign up on my website, www.thatwitchfromwork.com. On my website, you can always be in the know of my latest readings and how to get in touch with me. Thank you.